Oh, you know what? No. Before I start, shouts out to my school, man. Shouts out to the Voorhees College Tigers for winning the AII, what, D2 National Championship last yes, last night, right? Yeah, last night, uh, beating Ozark. Speaking of that, so they beat Ozark, right? I didn't even know, and I, call me dumb, I don't really care. I didn't know Ozark was a real place. The only Ozark I knew was... Uh, was homie pushing weight and, and laundering money in on Netflix. I thought it was a fake place, but apparently it's real. But shouts out to, you know, Voorhees Tiger. Shouts out to Coach Derek Mitchell. Uh, best coach I've ever had. Two-time champion. Yeah, just shouts out to my school, man. Um, oh, I need to intro the pod. Uh, this is the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen. And it feels like, man, last week was so heavy with topics man that it's it's you know that's i told this before this is the beauty and the curse of doing mondays like a podcast on mondays especially about sports because like a lot a lot can happen in a span of 24 hours so you have to cover everything plus try to preview some stuff so it it's tough, man. But this is the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen. I want to welcome welcome you guys here. Uh, let's let's shit, let's get it cracking. Uh, Damian Lillard. Damn, I'm I'm writing to it. Eh? <laughs> Damian Lillard. Uh, so he 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 had an interview with Chris Hines or Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports, and he was pretty much saying that he you know wants to live his whole career out with Portland. Uh he is loyal, this, that, and the third. He's not gonna sell himself for a ring. And pretty much Russell Westbrook kinda pretty much said the same thing. Uh he was saying that's the reason why he stayed because he, he's in the air. He wants to compete for a ring and everything. And that's cool. I respect that one thousand percent. But then I, I I I sit back and think what like I understand that basketball is a business. I understand that the NBA is a is a of course monopoly of money and talent and everything. But what is the when I step on the court, right? And I play, you know, I hoop. When I step on the court, and when any hooper steps on the court, their main goal is to win, right? So. When you go in the NBA, your main goal is to A, make money so you can secure your family, and B, win a championship, right? So, when Damian says, you know, Damian Lillard, when he says he wants to stay in Portland his whole career, and Russell Westbrook says the same thing, I pretty much want to say, okay, see, that's why I signed a long term deal. It kind of makes me think, like, is there such thing as too much loyalty? Because. You don't want to, I'm not going to say you don't want to go out as like Charles Barkley did, but when we talk about the greatest players of all time, right? Of course, we have the Michaels, the 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 Kobe's, the LeBron's, um, the 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 Bill Russell's, the, the Wilt Chamberlain's, the Magic Johnson. We, a lot of times, we don't think about Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley was one of the greatest power forwards ever, especially to be undersized. He was one of the greatest. The reason why we don't talk about him is because he didn't win anything. 
And, of course, there's only one, you know, one team can win it all, of course. And you got the Golden State. You you got the, this is pretty much the Golden State and LeBron era. But Damian Lillard is a great point guard. In fact, he's he's top five point guards right now. As well as Russell Westbrook when he when he has when he's on. So when we talk when we talk about them, I don't want to get to a point where it's kind of like Anthony Davis too. If he never wins, like uh, I mean, Anthony Davis was great, but they're they're gonna fall into the Charles Barkley phase. And again, I'm not bad mouthing Charles Barkley, and I'm not saying he wasn't great. I'm not diminishing anything he did. But what I'm saying, hell, you even see it on Inside the NBA. When him and Shaq go back and forth, or him and Kenny go back and forth, they always bring up, well, at least I got rings. Kenny Kenny the Jet Smith was nowhere close to the player Charles Barkley was when they were when they were playing. However, one thing Kenny can say is, hey, I got I got two two rings, what you got? Shaq, I got four rings, what you got? And I and I'm and I'm and it's really is it's tough because I understand loyalty and I get that for sure. Hell, uh, listen, Bradley Bill even said it. I wanna I don't like change. I wanna stay in Washington forever, or for the rest of his career. And I'm a Washington fan, but I understand like, and, and, and I understand where. The need, the 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 pursuit of winning happens. Like I understand why Russell. I mean, um, KD went to Golden State. He wants to win a ring. KD doesn't want to fall into that Charles Barkley or Karl Malone phase. Hell, that's another player. We talk about all the great players. We very rarely talk about Karl Malone, who is top five in a lot of categories. It. What what I what I what I caution is this, and of course my my opinion doesn't matter to these niggas. I mean they're hoopers. They do what they're gonna do. Well, my opinion is, and what what I caution is, I understand about loyalty, but I think there is such thing as too much loyalty. Well, you look at you look at what KG said. You know, I was way too loyal to Minnesota. I should have left before. I should have left before I did, a long time before I did. The organization does not care about the play. The organization cares about winning. Hell, look at look at Washington. Since we go back to Washington, they were so ready to give John Wall that long-term contract. They were so high on John Wall. Even with cuz he's had an injury history, but John Wall makes a all what all defense team, all defensive team. John Wall's an all-star. John Wall gets a big contract. Fast forward a year a year to two later. Now the Wizards can't wait to get off John Wall with this. Talking about the... Now, it is a bad contract. I get that. Especially banking on... You're paying somebody that... Uh, his, his biggest attribute is athleticism. And that's the one thing that doesn't age well in the NBA. But you you trade, I mean you, you you look now. Washington can't wait to get off that contract. 
Washington was so ready to give Otto Porter the max when he was, what, second in the league in three-point shooting percentage that one year? Now he's on the Bulls. Thank God, by the way. <laughs> All I'm saying is Dame, Russ, AD has figured it out. Yeah, I got to go because they're not, they're not invested. They're invested in winning. They're not, they're not invested in winning. I'm sorry. I think Portland's invested in winning, but they, I mean, if you look at Portland's team now, how far are they getting in the playoffs? When you look at, I, when you look at the Thunder now, while I think they can get, they can go deeper than Portland. How far are they getting in the playoffs? How close are they to winning a championship than they were last year? Both teams. Yes, Portland picks up Enos Cancer, but. How close are and they picked up Rodney Hood, but how close are they to winning a championship than they were last year? Same as same as OKC, they pick up Nerlens Noel, they drop Melo. They have Marcus, uh, no Markeith Morris on the team now. Paul George is in MP, MVP form. Russell Westbrook's about to average a triple double for the third straight year. But when we sit back and think, do we honestly think they are good enough to win a championship? And that's what, yes, you want to make as much money as possible, and yes, you want to stay loyal, but at the end of the day, you want to you want to do what's best for you. Now, if what's best for you is staying in Portland your entire career, Damian Lillard, do your thing. I'm not I'm not hating on that. I'm not I don't I'm not mad at the decision. I don't give a I don't care. If if the most lucrative thing for you to do or the best thing for you to do, Russell Westbrook, is to stay in OKC the rest of your career, do your thing. But don't. All I'm saying, and I guess this is this is what I'm saying is, don't, don't, one, don't be boggled to that loyalty situation. Because as we've seen with situations like Isaiah Thomas, ain't really much loyalty in the NBA on a team like team aspect. And honestly, sit back and think: Am I wasting my prime on a team that? Is going nowhere or has plateaued. There you go. Has plateaued. I don't think Portland can go any higher than they are now. Damian Lillard um, is great. CJ McCollum is great. I don't think they can go any further than they, than they are now. Okay, see, they're great now, but I don't think, I think they might be the second or, be, uh, second or third best team in the world. Well, second, second to fourth best team in the West, but how far are they really getting when they run into that juggernaut that is Golden State? Or hell, even if they run into a team like Denver, run into a team like Utah, which they've clearly last few years had problems with. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is there is such thing as too much loyalty. And, and at the end of the day, you got to see what's best for you. And when I step on the floor or when any Hooper steps on the floor, I, I think that at the end of the day, they want to win. And it sucks playing for like 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 uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker's always in the media talking about how he hates losing. Or 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 Carl Anthony Towns, how he used to. Oh man, I, I hate losing. You know, like I get that. And really, how far are you going to go with the teams you're on? That's all I'm saying. Now I'm not saying, you know, always build a super team or stuff like that. But you got to know what you're what you're what you're what you're what you're playing for. You know. And you got to know just what is this lucrative enough for my future. So that's about it. And 
You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. We're moving on. You know, it's funny. So All-Star Weekend was actually last weekend. That's how long it's been since I've been here. Damn, a week is so long. But um, All-Star Weekend was last weekend. And, of course, we saw videos of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, of course, talking in the tunnel. Kyrie stayed uh, through the whole MVP, All-Star Game MVP presentation for Kevin Durant. They were spotted for lunch together in Miami, I believe. Um, And then a couple days later, Zion and Duke are playing UNC. And Zion does a move. Like, I guess he tried to do a fake reverse or something. And blows out his shoe. Like, his feet blow out of their sh- out of his shoe. He then falls awkwardly, sprains his knee. He's out for the game. No Kalani goes on and destroys Duke. And bada bing, bada boom. And it's funny, sitting back, I'm looking at all these news stories, right? Should, should Zion shut it down? Should, should he think about his future and not play again? Is Kevin Durant, because they've been talking and Kyrie held up two, two fingers, that means two max spots. No, it. I guess because I have a sports podcast and I talk about sports, that it makes <laughs> – yeah, I guess I'm I'm part of the sports media, quote unquote, and I'm part of the the quote unquote toxic media. No, I'm not toxic. The hell? No, what I'm saying. All right. It's tough when. No, it's just funny. It's not tough. It's funny seeing the stories that the media is making up about situations. We have not heard a word from Zion. No. No, we haven't heard of a uh, we have not heard a word from Zion since the the incident. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant has already come out pretty adamant about yeah no that we don't want to we were just we're best friends we don't we can't just talk. It's funny what 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 stories the media the media creates. You go from a blown shoe to now. Is Zion gonna shut it down? Zion doesn't play football, bro. And and Jalen Rose made a great point, especially starting off in his once he gets drafted. Right now, he's playing with the best coach he will be playing with for a while. Coach K not only coaches Duke, which I mean I'm a North Carolina fan, so I hate to say it, but is a prestige program, especially in basketball. He's also the coach for Team USA. He's around future. He's around future. Uh, he's around talent. He's around R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, uh, was it Trey Jones? Like he's playing with the best coach he will be playing with for years to come. 
Because if he gets, he, I mean, he's probably more than likely getting picked up number one. Ain't no team that's getting picked up number one has a solid coach right now. Except maybe, maybe New York, which uh, David Fisdale. But you, you give me Coach K and, and, and you can have David. And, and, and that's nothing against David Fisdale. That's just how good Coach K is. But he's playing at Duke, which is, like I said, a top-tier school. While it's not NBA talent, you're playing with talent. If he shuts it down, all he's going to be doing is working out, um, you know, working out every day with a personal trainer, regulating his health. He can get hurt working out. Hell, John Wall got hurt. John Wall will be out for two years because he was walking in his house. You can get hurt wherever. And when people say shut it down, it's like, the nigga, he don't play football. Yeah, he's the size of a football player. In fact, he's bigger than a lot of football players. But Zion, shut it down for what? Zion's a hooper, bro. Zion's from Spartanburg, South Carolina. That man's going to hoop when he, when he wants to. Yeah, he's he's not hurt. I mean, he's not healthy right now, but I don't think you can. Yeah, yes, he's going to get drafted number one overall. I mean, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, and he's already come out before the injury and said he loves the college experience. He loves being a college student, and he loves being a college athlete. So hoop, bro. How you you going to try to take a man off the court for hooping? I mean, for, for, for uh, like, like Jalen Rose said, for equipment malfunction, I understand why people say you don't want to risk it, but you'll risk it anytime you step on that floor. Anybody knows, any hooper knows, anytime you step on the floor, you can twist an ankle, you can sprain uh, sprain a uh, sprain a finger, sprain a sprain a uh, a knee, sprain a, sprain an ankle. You can unfortunately blow out your knee. Like every hooper knows that. Every time you step on the court, pick up, work out anything. You know how many times I've just been shooting around and I jam my finger? You know how many times I have just been playing around, you know, uh, pick up, and I I sprain my ankle? I sprain my wrist? Like, hoopers, no, bro. That's, that's what we, that's, and I say we because I hoop. <laughs> that's what we do, bro. Like, you're not about to take Zion off the court. Zion's going to hoop. Zion's going to do what he's going to do. Zion will be the number one overall pick, whether he hoops or not. But that that shouldn't stop him from hooping. Just because an equipment malfunction. And another story that came out of that is now people are getting on Nike. Now, of course, Nike stocks are down. And it was horrible for Nike seeing one of the most, probably the most popular player in the world right now, basketball-wise. Blown out of a Nike, but it's... It's one shoe. Like, it's it's funny. Now people are, are saying, I think Jalen Rose said it too, so I'll give him his credit and then I'll give him his faults. Talk, talking about starting a sneaker war? Like, come on now. you Now you're putting stories in the lexicon that, and I'm not saying he's starting rumors. I'm saying if you're putting stories in the lexicon that doesn't need to be there. Let that man do what he do. Let that man heal. Let that man hoop. Let him get healthy. Let him be number one overall pick. And let him just hoop. We ain't got to. The sports media, and I guess, like I said, I'm part of that. We don't have to create 
stories. People gonna watch. People if people like sports, people gonna watch. North Carolina's getting no credit at all for winning. All I've heard is I I have not heard one person talk about, oh well, if you look on the other side, North Carolina. They figured out, even though they're a small team, they figured out how to score both inside and from the three-point line. They figured out their defensive schemes. They figured it out. I haven't heard that at all. I've heard Zion, 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 Zion. R.J. Barrett, he's been hooping too, Zion, Zion. It's just crazy what the sports media, the stories that they create just to just to get some clicks. You know what I'm saying? Which brings me back to the Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant situation. Nobody knows except them two what they were talking about. They could have been talking about, he put up two fingers talking about, that's two pieces of chicken that you ate. Or, bro, I beat you twice in 2K. Or, bro, you said you were going to give me two pairs of shoes. Or, bro, just come over to my house at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We don't know. But, of course, oh, the two means that the Knicks have two max spots or the Clippers have two max spots or the 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 Nets have two max spots or it's going to be me, you, and the Knicks plus somebody else. Like, chill out, bro. Like, chill out, man. Now, of course, my small, small-ass little podcast, and they ain't worried about what I'm saying, but we've seen players like, like Kyrie was getting upset. I understand Stephen A. Smith saying this is this is sports media. I get that. You're in the media. If you want to be in the limelight, don't 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 play, don't hoop. I get that, but we don't have to make up stories, bro. And I think that's what Kyrie Irving is more mad at the fact he's not mad at the fact that you're reporting. He's not mad at the fact that you're doing your job. He's mad at the fact that, and and, and he's mad at the fact that you y'all are pretty much creating stories. That's what Kevin Durant was mad at. Like, it's that's wild to me. As as incredibly wild to me that stuff like that can go, you know. Uh, it's 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 funny. Staying on the 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 players for a little bit. So New Orleans was sent a memo saying that they have to play Anthony Davis or. They'll get fined like $100,000 every game he doesn't play. Because they don't want one of their big names or one of the faces of the league, one of the faces of the league, to sit out, especially if they're healthy. It's just bad for, for business. And I don't think that's right. Now, I say that because AD has already come out and said he doesn't want to play for New Orleans. That's fine. Control, I, I talked about that last podcast. You control what you want to do, do your thing. But what at, at what what benefit now does he have for playing for New Orleans? Now, this is different from Zion because Zion, they're talking about shutting Zion down because, you know, you don't want to mess up his draft stock. You don't want to mess up his money. He's going to make a $100 million on a shoe deal alone. But you want to, whatever, you don't want to mess up his money. This is different from Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis, you playing for a team, one, that you're not about to finish with. You don't want to play with. Two, your teammates know you don't want to play with them. Three, the organization knows you don't want to play with them. And four, what happens if you get hurt? Now, your trade stock goes 
completely down. Not saying to the point of nobody wants you, but you're not about to get no King's Ransom for an injured Anthony Davis. Like a serious injury, because right now, apparently his like shoulders are sore or something. But a serious injury is going to really mess up what you can get as in New Orleans. So it's really a lose-lose playing New Orleans. I mean, for Anthony Davis to play in New Orleans right now. I'd sit him up, and, and he's even, he's he said he wants to play, of course, but he's saying all the right things. I mean, he's already been fine for coming out and saying he doesn't want to play for New Orleans, but, and he's, he's like I said, he's saying all the right things, but he it's really not benefiting him nor the team for them playing. Hell, they just won, not saying that this can continue, but they just beat the Lakers without him. Players know who wants to play with each other. If you don't want to play with somebody, I, I, don't force somebody to play. You know what I mean? Just, just let him, let him do what he got to do, and let him leave graciously. And Quadras is kept. Now I understand these are two completely different players, but Quadras is kept. When's the last time we've seen J.R. Smith? And also, last time I checked, he's not injured, is he? So. If, now, again, I understand they are not on the same level. But if the Cavs don't have to pay a fine so they don't play Anthony Davis, I mean, J.R. Uh, Smith, why does, or why, that, that's a that's a claim. Why would New Orleans have to pay for Anthony Davis? Yes, it's a different caliber of player, but it's the same thing. They're paying they're paying Jared Smith not to be with the team. Anthony Davis is not about to be with his team come next year. So what are we doing? It's it's confusing to me. Confusion. <laughs> I don't get it, but I mean. They're going to do what they do, I guess. It, it, it just don't make sense to me. But if you ask me, I don't think I don't think they should be fine for that because, you know, he's not going to be there anyways. And the last thing I'm going to say about the NBA, well, no, first of all, <laughs> y'all going to stop playing with Ja Rule, all right? Y'all gonna talk, y'all gonna y'all gonna stop acting like Ja Rule and Ashanti ain't get us in our feelings. Ja Rule and Ashanti ain't come out with one of the best love songs of all time. Cause I'm real. <laughs> y'all had Ja Rule looking, oh man, looking all types of ways at the Milwaukee game the other day, man. Like, y'all. <laughs> This is a sports podcast. I'm gonna keep it sports, but come on, Milwaukee, y'all gotta do better than that. Like, y'all really had Jaro out here looking sweet, bro. <laughs> y'all gonna stop playing with Ja? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess last NBA topic is well until we get to the unpopular topic of the week. Tim Donaghy, the report came out saying that he was betting on games that he worked. Uh, now, of course, he vehemently de- de- uh, denied that. 
he even pointed to there was uh there was investigations by the the NBA in the Washington Post or something saying he didn't do it but ESPN did you know they he seeks you that shit like as ESPN homes on you like 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 puts a target on you they going to find what they want to find once 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 Bob Lee gets into it it's a wrap you're done just just start just start calling people you love and say hey it's I'm sorry but apparently they came out and he actually was betting on games that he worked you can definitely see that the the Lakers and Sacramento playoff series uh, a couple of a couple of games a couple of players came out and even said they 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 pretty much knew and i mean it's over with now but that that's a that's a fear you have especially with gambling coming on now like gambling being legal now like it was bad back then and of course he's banned from the league forever and i think he did some jail time or or was i don't know he i think he did some jail time but that's just that's just the 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 risky run you know with gambling and i'm not saying i'm not justifying what he did that he should that's terrible he cost a lot of people wins he cost a lot of people championships he 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 cost them but i'm not surprised hearing about it i really ain't <laughs> like I'm I'm more surprised at the fact that not more refs that cut and I'm, and I'm not bashing refs. I'm not bashing refs at all. I'm just more surprised that more refs didn't come out and uh had more it hasn't come out that more refs are doing this. And that's that's surprising to me. Uh do better. Just just do better. Just do a lot happened in the NBA. This week, a lot happened in sports this week. Uh, Manny Machado got his deal. <laughs> Manny Machado signed a ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal to the Padres, I believe. We, I mean, we knew he was getting three hundred million. We just didn't know from who. We didn't know how long the contract was, but we knew Manny Machado was getting three hundred million. So now the, the now now where's Bryce going? Right now, I believe it's reported that the Phillies are pretty much in ahead in, in the Bryce race. They're pretty much they they're they're cemented in in. I'm not gonna say cemented, but they're closest to getting Bryce. The Nationals, while they haven't pulled out of the race, but they're pretty much saying they moved on with or without him. Anytime a team says that, you're not getting it. <laughs> You're not getting them. I I would love for him to stay with the Nationals. I did a podcast uh, episode of a, a, a brick ago, asking is he is his you know what's his real value and is it really worth all that money if he's not really? I mean, it's not like the NBA or stuff. But at the end, he's still a great player. And I even said that he's still a great player. I just don't know if I'd pay him four hundred million dollars, but. I would love for him to stay with the, the Nationals, but it's not looking too good. Uh, the Cubs are back in the race. The Like I said, the Phillies, the San Francisco Giants. Like, it, we'll see how it goes. I'm not too sure. I'm not 100% sure. We're, again, there's a report every day, either the Phillies, uh, the Cubs. Uh, there's, there's a report every day. So until he signs is, is when we'll know. Hell, but Buster Posey don't know. 
then we ain't gonna know. So, it, and again, congrats to Manny Machado, and congratulations to Bryce Harper because he's gonna get paid too. It's just they don't know where. And the last topic before I get to the unpopular topic of the week is the Steelers about to look real different next year. Yes, you have James Conner. Yes, you still have Ben Ross, Ross, Ben, Big Ben, <laughs> and you have Juju Smith-Schuster. But there has been a lot of, for lack of a better term, shit coming out of Pittsburgh. AB's AB went full AB, you know, doing Instagram lives and Facebook lives, calling himself, you know, Big Chest AB and. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to move on. And any team that's serious about winning, come pick me up. Like, bro, that's not how that's not how that goes. Like, you're still under contract from the Steelers, so they'll trade you where they want to trade you. They didn't franchise tag Le'Veon Bell again. Thank God. Not saying he's trash, but come on, man. how many times are you gonna franchise tag a dude? They didn't franchise tag, so he's he's officially a free agent. You know, he's saying finally I'm free. Thank God at last. You know. Um. So you lose a top five running back. You lose a top five wide receiver, and now you have the owner coming out pretty much saying all fifty-two players are Big Ben's children. These are grown-ass men, and you tell you're you're saying that they're pretty much Big Ben's children. I don't know how that's gonna fare. So this look, the Steelers. I said I don't know if I said this before. In the podcast, or I don't know if I was, if I was just talking, you know, off offline. But this is a big year for Pittsburgh. This is really a make or break year to see. This is the least amount of weapons they've had in a while. The defense still sucks. There's a lot on Big Ben's shoulders now, and since he's the quote unquote father, we'll see how it goes. And now you you called all fifty two grown ass men. His children, like, how do you think that's going to fare? Especially when they start losing games where Big Ben has six turnovers or Big Ben has a costly game-winning interception or game-losing, I'm sorry, game-losing interception. Or you're up 21 at half and Big Ben starts playing like Big Ben and throwing that bitch all over the field. Like, that's not going to go well. And... That interview that the owner did, it, it didn't help anybody. It didn't help Big Ben because now almost everybody in the team is not going to like him. There's already former players like Heinz Ward came out and said that Big Ben has to be a better leader. Pretty much saying, yeah, Big Ben is the, the, the reason for a lot of this turmoil. So that doesn't help Big Ben. It doesn't help anybody else on the, on the team because you're pretty much calling them kids. It doesn't help your. It doesn't help the owner because people can be mad at you. Like that that interview didn't help anybody. So why'd you do it? I'm trying to tell you, man. This is about to be a long season for Pittsburgh. You're about to see really what Pittsburgh is made of. Now you get rid of AB, you get rid of Le'Veon, which means you're sticking with the quarterback. And almost every, all 32 teams will stick with the quarterback. I understand that. And we're about to see just how much that quarterback has. 
AB is gonna. I think he should go somewhere like uh, if they can trade him somewhere to like like. I would you know I would love to see AB with the Packers. Hell, I would love to see AB or Le'Veon Bell with the Packers. Just give Aaron Rodgers some help. I love to see AB or Le'Veon Bell with the Jets. Give Sam Darnold some help, but they do need to shore up that offensive line. I would love to see Le'Veon Bell in the uh, in, in in Indianapolis. I would love to say AB in a place like Houston. It's crazy what 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 could happen, but I know they're not in, in Pittsburgh no more. So it's a make it's a make it's a very important year coming up. Very important season for Pittsburgh. And we'll see exactly what they made of. So with that being said, let's get to the unpopular topic of the week. Welcome to the Unpopular Opinions. Unpopular Opinions. Have unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. Okay, so what's an unpopular opinion? Unpopular opinions. To utter such blasphemy. He's got the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated goal to echo such blasphemous nonsense. Just blasphemy. Before every season and before every year, First, shouts out to Colin Cowherd because he does this every Monday. Um, I'm not biting or anything. It's just something I wanted to do once. You know what I'm saying? Um, he does where Colin was wrong or where Colin was right. Uh, of course, he gives predictions throughout the season, throughout the year, and sometimes they come true, sometimes they don't. And it got me thinking, yo, I have a lot of predictions too. And I have a lot of thoughts about stuff too. So let me let me do my very own. Where Jalen was right and where Jalen was wrong. Now of course he <laughs> he has the money for all the sound effects and I don't have that yet, so I'm just gonna do this. I was a hundred percent wrong on the Washington Wizards. This So with LeBron James being gone. And the Wizards having two All-Stars, acquiring Dwight Howard, who had a quietly productive year last year. Otto Porter still there. Um, I thought <laughs> they would be at least playoff bound. I thought they would, to be honest with you, I thought they would be a top fourteen. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Wizards fan. I'm saying this because you look at the fabric of the Wizards. And you look at the fabric of the Eastern Conference. They have been they they've been perennial I mean they've been playoff bound teams. I mean they've been a playoff bound team for the last few years. And that's with LeBron in the playoffs. I mean that's with LeBron in the East. So crazy that I think I shouldn't be crazy. LeBron's not there no more. So I thought they would be good enough to at least be a top 40 team battling for seven, I mean, it's like five through eight when LeBron James was there. So you're telling me without LeBron James, that takes the team out. 
You're telling me that the couldn't move up. Completely did. Scissors can go one of two ways. They can either combust and blow up because you have a lot of personalities in one locker room, or they can be really good. While they didn't combust, a lot of stuff. Dwight Howard situation happened. Dwight Howard, even, I don't think, only played like eight games with us, and he's—I don't know what's going on. John Wall hurts him. John Wall has something wrong with his foot. He's out. Then he slips at home, out pretty much another year. Bradley Bill wasn't really hooping in the beginning of the year. Now he's hooping now. All the porters out of there. We have Trevor Reza. He isn't. He's not really helping much. Oh God! And now the Wizards are sitting in the 11th spot. I think 11 games behind 500. A team with Bradley Bill, who was an All-Star this year as well, John Wall, who's a pretty All-Star when healthy. Dwight Howard, who to me is a future Hall of Famer, is sitting 11th in the East. What the? There's so much wrong. You know what I'm going to do? One day I'm going to dedicate an entire podcast to talk exactly what's wrong with the Wizards. To me, it starts at top. But I definitely thought, I don't know if y'all can hear the wind outside. It's, it's slapping the hell out this house. But. I thought the Wizards would be better. I, I'm sorry that I thought with LeBron James leaving the East, the Wizards could actually move up. Which, in turn, puts the first thing I was wrong about. Or the second, the first thing I was right about. I told people that Toronto was going to be something serious. I told people Toronto was going to be one of the best defensive teams. And now we look. You have... And I, I said this, man. You had Kyle Lowry at the one. It was a defensive four. I mean, defensive guard. Danny Green, who's always been a great defender. Defensive, former defensive player of the year, multiple years, Kawhi Leonard. Pascal Siakam has turned himself, to me, he's the most improved player of the league. But he's turned himself into a ser- the The man dropped 46 on the Wizards. Pascal Siakam, who could barely dribble the ball last year, now is dropping 46 points. And Serge Ibaka. Now they have Marcus Saul. I told people, I now I never said that they were going to be the best team in the East. But I said they were going to be a very scary defensive team. And lo and behold, they are top three defensive teams. They might be number two or number one. But you can't have a di- all. Oh, and you still have OG Adenobi. Like you can't have all that all that talent, especially on one side of the ball. Not saying that they suck on offense, but you have all that defensive talent. They're not going to be a good defensive team, really. Come on now, come on now. I I tried to tell people. People's like, whoa, slow down. Kawhi Leonard, we don't know. Kawhi Leonard's been healthy for the longest. He just didn't want to play with the Spurs. Kyle Lowry is not good in the playoffs. But we do know in the regular season, he's still one of the best defensive players in the league. As in guards. Defensive guards. Defensive guards. Whoa, don't, don't, don't miss, don't misquote me. It, it's just, it's funny. It's like they want to discredit people or discredit teams. Just because they don't like newness, I guess. I don't know. But there's no way that I should have had pushback. And I'm not saying I had it from, like, the media 
or I've had it for my viewers. But I've told people outside telling me, oh, no, slow down. The, um, <laughs> Toronto's going to definitely go through some problems. They don't martyrs anymore. You can miss me with all that, like for real. One thing I was right about, however, was DeMarcus Cousins fitting right in. I did say, bro, you're 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 pretty much taking minutes away from Kavon Looney. Oh well. And you're what you're doing is you're also putting a starter now back on the bench. So that's he has starter experience. So now that bolsters the bench a little bit. Yes, they did just lose to a, a James Hardenless Rockets, but let's not sit here and say that they're not better when Demarcus Cousins on the floor. Demarcus Cousins is still a solid player, and he looks a lot better than I actually thought. He looks a lot. He looks smooth. Like he, I mean, yeah, he. You can clearly see that he needs to get his his wind under him, which makes sense. He hasn't played for damn near a year. Or your plus, but Demarcus Cousins looks good, and he. I, I thought it would take a lot more than what 11, 12, 13 games. Honestly, I thought it would take a lot more time, but yeah, I guess not. Golden State is is is. Oh man, they have so many lineups that can like really hurt you. I noticed that when they were playing with the playing playing with the Rockets when they were playing the Rockets. They have an all-star on the floor at all times. Of course, you have the starters. Then you take four of the starters out. You still have Curry there. Then you 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 have Curry and KD. You take KD. I mean, you take Curry out. You got KD and Clay. You take Clay. Out, I mean, KD out. You got Clay and Draymond. You take Draymond and Clay out. You got Demarcus Cousins destroying secondaries. Like it's crazy. I knew it was gonna be like this, but I didn't think it was gonna be that fast. But I knew he was going to fit right in talking about, oh, but DeMarcus Cousins is a hothead. He still got a lot of text, yeah. But it's DeMarcus Cousins, bro. And, yeah, man, it's – it's the Warriors are good. <laughs> no, see, but not one thing I was wrong about, which is, I guess, moving forward, one thing I was wrong about, I didn't think the Bucks were going to be this good. I didn't think Bucks would have the best record in the league. I knew Giannis was Giannis, and I knew Giannis was one of the top five players in the league, even without a jump shot. But I didn't think Eric Blesser was going to play this good. I didn't think Malcolm Brogdon, especially struggling after his Rookie of the Year campaign, I didn't think he was going to play that good. I didn't think Mike Budenhoser was going to really bolster this team into – a freaking playoff perennial team. I don't look. I didn't think I would say this before the season, but Toronto, I mean, not Toronto, Milwaukee is the best team in the East. Very. The, the, Giannis being led by Giannis and all these shoot Chris Milton, all the shooters. They are the best team in the East. And they're, I don't know if, I don't know if they can beat the Warriors, but they can definitely give the Royals some, Warriors some run because they're a long team. Damn near everybody 
on that floor except for Eric Blesso was like 6-4 and up. That's a long team, bro. Now, another team, another thing I was wrong about was I didn't think, I didn't see the Celtics struggling as much as they are. I didn't think that, yeah, you, you're you adding two very talented players in Kyrie because he was injured most of the year and Gordon Hayward because he was injured all of 30 seconds pretty much last year as well. But I didn't think that they would struggle this much. I thought that the players like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown would be, and, and Terry Rozier would easily just fall in the back and – let Kyrie do his thing. What I did not anticipate was the playoff success getting to their heads, which it should. I mean, you come within a game of making it to the finals without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. You 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 have a right to feel that you shouldn't take no take no minutes away. Or you have a right to feel like you the man. And I'm not taking, I'm not taking, I'm not bashing, I'm not saying they shouldn't feel that way. But, nah. I didn't, I didn't expect them. They're in the fifth spot right now, or sixth. They just lost the other night. I didn't, I'm, I'm not too sure. I didn't think that they would be, they would struggle this much. There's something not right with Boston. And that something is, Players are looking at each other like, you're not that much better than me. So why am I deferring to you? That's that's a dangerous spot to be in. It, they still, do I think that they have, I think on paper, they're the most talented team in the East. But they all did not play. The NBA is like, again, on paper, they have actually on paper they have the best roster in the league. Now, yes, Golden State still Golden State, but they have a better bench than Golden State. But again, there's something not right with Boston, and I didn't think they would struggle this much at all. I thought that they would blow through teams, honestly. Um, let me get out of let me get out of basketball real quick. I was wrong about. I was wrong about Manny Machado signing the deal to the Padres. I mean, to the, uh, yeah, Padres. I thought there was rumblings that, of course, Manny was linked to teams like the Yankees and other teams. And I knew he was going to get a big contract. And this isn't this isn't really about Manny Machado. This is, I was surprised about the market. I thought that by now, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado both would have been scooped up within the first few days of free agency. I didn't expect Bryce Harper to not have a team right now. 
and I didn't expect Manny Machado. I thought Manny Machado was going to go to a bigger market. I thought he was going to go to the Phillies. I, in fact, I thought both of them was going to go to the Phillies, or at least one of them was going to go to the Phillies and one going to go to the uh, New York. Uh, New York Yankees. I didn't see the owners being like, oh, nah, B, we ain't paying you all that money, bro. And the player's like, yo, I deserve that. Like, I didn't I didn't see this, this, this... <laughs> This free agency going this way. I thought them both both of them were gonna get scooped up quick. And that's just not the case. That's not the case at all. One thing I was wrong about was I thought that the Yankees were going to make a move to get off of Goncalo Stanton. I think they realized last year, yes, we're going to have power hitters, but if we don't address our pitching, then we have no chance. And we also saw that Goncalo Stanton didn't do his best or didn't have the greatest season with the Yankees. Yes, he's a big name and everything. And yes, he's a power hitter. But this is the same thing I said about Bryce Harper. How much do you really value a, a, a home run hitter when you ain't got no pitching? CC Zabathia is getting old. They don't really have too many behind him after that. So I thought they were going to make a move to get off of Goncalo Stanton. Of course, I can still do that. But it's, I haven't really heard anything about it since, you know. Um, back to the NBA, actually, because, you know, I got to say with the NBA, I didn't see Paul George having this type of season. Now, we all know about the the issues that OKC had last year with Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Carmelo Anthony, and, of course, getting bounced out the first round to Utah. But I didn't see Paul George coming back in pretty much being third in MVP voting in my eyes right now. Some people have him number one. Paul George has played out his mind. Paul George bleeds the league in steals. He's top ten in scoring. Defensive efficiency, I believe he's top five. I think he's a defensive player of the year. I didn't see Paul George hooping like this. And Paul George is giving people buckets. Paul George is, like I said, right now to me, third in MVP behind James and Giannis. And they're not really in a particular order except for Paul George being three. But James and Giannis is pretty much volleying for first. But I didn't see Paul George hooping like this. And... Lastly, what I was right about, while I didn't think they would struggle this much, I knew the Lakers were going to struggle. You pretty much have the same exact Lakers from last year and just dropping LeBron. I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was like, oh, yeah, they're going to be the third seed easily. I said, whoa. I didn't think, I, I didn't think they were being a predicament where they wouldn't make the playoffs. 
I thought they were going to make the playoffs because it's LeBron. I just knew they weren't going to be no third. They were going to struggle. You have too many. And then I didn't see. Like, I knew you had too many ball handlers. You got LeBron, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, uh, Rondo, Lance Stevenson. You have too many ball handlers. Not enough rebounders. You have, yeah, you brought in Tyson and, and JaVale McGee. But, like, what what else is happening there? They don't have they don't have any shooters except for KCP, but he's digressed. They had Makalu, they sent him packing. Now they have Reggie Bullock. They and they tried to get Anthony Davis at the trade deadline. That didn't happen. So I knew they were going to struggle, and I knew they weren't going to be no top three seed. Did I think they were gonna? Did I see LeBron James getting hurt for what eighteen games? No. Did I see them being in the eleventh spot? No. Did I see them not making the playoffs at all? And, and of course they still could. But did I see them in a play in, in a fight to make the playoffs? No. But I, did I know that they were going to struggle? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I definitely did. But hey. I'm just, I'm just a man. I, just hear me out. I'm just a man with an unpopular podcast. <laughs> um. So, last thing I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm bringing up a new little segment, and I'm gonna talk about the game of the week. Now, it can be professional. It can be. And it can be anything. If I feel, if I didn't, now this is going to be a new segment I'm doing every Monday, like I said, with the podcast. I'm going to end every podcast with the game of the week. And again, it can be local. If you feel that there's a game that should be featured, of course, hit me up. You can send me, you can hit me up on, you can DM me, you can email me, you can text me if you have my number. You can let me know. But if not, I'm going to find a game. Like I said, it can be professional. It can be non-professional. I don't really care. Again, I, I started the podcast with this. I'm going to finish with it. I mean, I'm not going to end, but shouts out to Voorhees Tigers. That is my alma mater for winning the AII National Championship last night, beating what University of Ozark or something like that. They win the double overtime. My man, uh, Gotti was hooping. I think he had like 20, uh, 22 points. Alec, Alex Brooks was hooping. He had like 24. Famble was doing his thing all season. Denzel Famble. Uh, again, shouts out to Voorhees. But that's not the game of the week. Oh, and next week I'm probably have like a, like a sound effect, like, like a little sound bite for this game of the week. I don't know. I might even put music on it under. I don't know. But... For people that don't know, the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference is pretty much all the the private schools in D.C. slash Maryland, minus like Oak Hill and stuff. And yesterday they had the WCAC tournament where some of the top schools in D.C. Well, it's really only in D.C. Some of the top schools in D.C. play, you know, you have DeMatha, you have... St. John's, you have Gonzaga, 
and all the you know all the teams played and today tonight actually is the championship starting at six o'clock so in about two hours <laughs> so the game of the week is actually two games and that's tonight the girls high school basketball Bishop Magnamare and St. John's College. They will be playing at six o'clock, and at eight o'clock for the for the boys high school basketball, it is St. John's College and Gonzaga College. Now, of course, it says college, but they're 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 high school. Those games are tonight. Again, the games of the week there will be at Bender Arena, which is American University. I think you can stream it on some some things. Just look it up. I don't know. The game of the week for this week are two games. Tonight, 6 o'clock, it is the girls' high school Bishop McNamara against St. John's College. And the men's high school basketball at 8 o'clock is St. John's College against Gonzaga College. Now, I thought DeMatha or St. Paul the Sixth was going to do better than they did. But again, shouts out to St. John's College and Gonzaga as well as Bishop McNamara and St. John's College for the men and women. Those will be the games tonight. Those are my games of the week. Hey, man. I want to thank y'all for... Look, this is what, episode 30-something? I don't know. And I've been doing this for 30-something episodes now. And I like doing it. I'm, I do this for an audience of one. For the people that do support me, I do appreciate it. For people that listen, I do appreciate For people that listen this far, I appreciate it. Much love, man. I, it's it, it's it's humbling to know that people say, "Hey, man, I've been listening to your podcast. It's getting better," or, "Hey, man, I, I've been listening to your podcast. You really understand what you're talking about. I love what you're talking about. I love how you how you pretty much put your personality into sports, and and I appreciate that, man. I, I appreciate everybody that support. I appreciate everybody that doesn't support and doesn't give out fake love, man. I I appreciate everybody. Um. Again, this is the Unpopular Podcast. I'm Jalen. I'm going to be here for a long time, Lord willing. And until next time, much love. Hey, K-Dot. Yeah, yeah. Can we get it how we used to get it like when Top had the red charger? Can we get it how we used to get it like when Top had the red charger? Can we get it how we used to get it? Cap on. And I got racks on. Spent four nights in the country. I like then take my rich ass back home. Glow so bright I can make moonlight. See this ain't like your pheromones. New one, big gun, baritone. Who won? We won your home. We old school like Chopper though. My old school made doctor know. My old school made hard not. Black on black, my coupe and strap. I ain't balling on the hard top. I told y'all to call top. Now my number call block. I don't miss a car shot. Hold up, yeah. Cap on. And I got racks on. And I got racks on. And I produce that diesel, I can put Shaq on I can put Shaq, hey. Nigga, your bitch gon' leave you, you ain't got backbone you ain't got, hold up. I don't rely on people, I just go on bread chase Whoa, this so fucking dope, I might catch a fed case Whoa, you ain't getting money, nigga, then you dead weight Whoa, got the job on